Shalom, shalom, and welcome back to another exciting episode of our continuing Shi'urim in the Sefer Lakut Moran. We're continuing right where we left off in Torah 10, paragraph 8. An important note before we get started, there's a lot of information that happened before this class, so make sure that you're up to date with the previous classes to ensure the flow that you'll understand that which we're about to learn today. Additionally, today's limud, today's learning, is very complicated. There are a lot of pieces. We're going to go slowly. Please, God, with the right pace and siyat deshmaya, help from above, we'll be able to get through this next paragraph. Here we go. Zebachinas Omer Saorim. This whole idea that we learned before now is the concept of the Omer offering, which is the measurement of barley. This offering is a biblical commandment. It's something that the Torah describes that we bring on the second day of Pesach, Passover. Additionally, Omer is a very popular Israeli name. I have a good friend named Omer. Omer, if you're listening, hey, how are you? Now's where it's going to get tough. Omer, this word Omer, this amount of barley, Zevachinas Mordechai. This is the concept of Mordechai, says Rabbi Nachman. Now he's going to break down the word Omer into different parts, and we're going to follow the parts to make sure that we can find this connection between a bundle of barley and Mordechai, the hero of Purim. Let's see if we can do it. Zevachinas Mordechai, Ayin, Mor. The word Omer is broken up into the letter of Ayin and Mem Resh, which spells more. So you have Ayin and more. This more, the second part of the word Omer, is Mar Dror, says the text. Mar Dror is the piece we learned earlier that's referring to the myrrh, an herb-like substance that is free of impurities. Continuing in the text, Dror Lashon Cherus, and this freedom... The freedom from the verse that we were speaking about is freedom from impurities is the same language as freedom, as in freedom from slavery. And now we're going to add yet another beautiful link in this chain that we're building. Dror, Lashon Cheres, Hainu Bechinas Charus Alaluchos. And that freedom, meaning freedom from bondage, is connected to the idea of Charus, of engraving on the stone tablets, those stone tablets that were given from God to Moshe, to Moses on Mount Sinai, there was an engraving. How do we connect the word freedom to the word engraving? Like a rabbi saying, Don't read engraving, but rather read freedom. So those two words, they're spelled the same. The nekudot, the vowelization, are different. Charus and cherus. Engraving and freedom are connected. And this whole idea is the concept of the revealed Torah. The luchos are part of, explains the Rambam, what was given to Moshe Rabbeinu on Mount Sinai as the nigla, the revealed Torah, that which we have in this world that we can see, we can touch, we can feel. And adding yet the next link in this chain, is the concept of a quote we see straight from the Torah, eye to eye. Rabbi Nachman closes out this particular line with, with this quote from the Torah, Ayin Ba'ayin, that we can see it, we can touch it, we can feel it. It is the revealed Torah. Remember, we're connecting Mordechai to all of these pieces, and Mordechai is the aspect of the revealed Torah. Coming full circle, that's the Ayin, the letter Ayin, which also means, in Hebrew, the word Ayin means I, and the letter Ayin is the first letter in the word Omer. We've come full circle explaining how the word Omer is connected to Mordechai. 
An additional note that some of the commentaries on the Kutimaran bring down is that ayin, the first letter of Omer, and the ayin ba'ayin, the eye to eye, ayin also in gematria is 70. Our rabbis teach us that there are 70 facets to Torah, 70 different faces through which to learn, 70 different emanations of, of the entire Torah itself. So that ayin refers to those 70 different parts of the revealed Torah. Continuing in Likutim Aran, Seorim, now we're on to the barley itself. Remember, Omer is the bundle and the name of the offering, and Seorim is the actual barley. Zebachinas Esther Baruch HaKadosh. This Seorim is Esther. Omer was Mordechai. Seorim is Esther. And specifically, Esther, given the fact that the scroll was dictated through Ruach HaKodesh, through this divine spirit, like the verse says, like the verse in the Torah teaches, there's these certain windy rains that blow on the grass, this is the language of wind. Are these windy rains and Seorim, you can see the letters are similar. Shin, Ayin, Reish, Seorim, which is barley, and Kiseirim, which are the storm winds. Therefore, says Rabbi Nachman, barley is connected to wind, and Ruach is also the spirit. And that spirit, that Ruach, is the Ruach HaKodesh through which Megillah's Esther, the scroll of Purim, was able to be revealed. And because of this, this is why Haman came to Mordechai. And Haman found Mordechai learning the halachos, the laws of the Omer Saorim, this Omer offering. And he said to them, Haman is saying to Mordechai and the people learning that your Omer offering is going to cause defeat. And what the Medrash adds is Oso Banav, meaning defeat to him, Haman, and his children. Kamavor Bamidrash, as is explained in the Medrash, Medrash Esther Rabbah. This is a powerful happening in the Megillus Esther, where Achashverosh, the king, sent Haman, the arch enemy of all that is good and holy, he ordered him to, to go to Mordechai, our hero, and mount him on the king's horse and parade him through the city of Shushan. Haman started to realize that maybe things were not working out the way that he wanted them to with the eventual annihilation of the Jews, but rather things were starting to flip. This class, the learning of Torah today, is proof positive that Haman did not win the war, but rather things flipped completely. And as the story ends, Haman and his sons were literally hanged on the same gallows that he built for the Jewish people. Continuing in the Kutim Aran, Ki Omer Sa'orim, through this Omer offering, now we're taking this whole link of learning and throwing it all the way back to that which we learned earlier, which is that Yadayin, the hands, corresponds to Mordechai, and Raglayin, the feet, the legs, correspond to Esther. Omer Sa'orim, the Omer is Mordechai, the Sa'orim is Esther. So that, we're tying it all back together now. And if you recall, as we learned earlier, this is all the concept of clapping and dancing, right? Clapping is the hands, and dancing are the legs. This is how we nullify idolatry. Which is the concept of Haman, Haman, the evil man. 
Bechinas Geus Kanal, which is this ridiculous level of haughtiness, of gaiva. And because of all of this, Tziva Haman Asois Eitz Gavoya Chamishi Mama. Haman commanded that a tree was built or erected that was 50 amos. An amma, remember, is a biblical measurement around the size of your forearm. Because he wanted, Haman wanted, to nullify the power of the 50 days of the counting of the Omer. Remember, there's counting of the Omer from the second day of Pesach. That's when we first bring the, the Omer offering all the way through Shavuot. There are 49 full days, and Shavuot, the holiday of Shavuot, where we receive the Torah, is the 50th day. These 50 Amos, 50 Amos tall, Haman was trying to nullify the power of these 50 days of spiritual growth. Shehu koyach shal Mordechai ve'ester. Because this is where, these 50 days, is where Mordechai and Esther drew their power from. Haman knew if he could erase the power from Mordechai and Esther, meaning the side of goodness, the side of the Torah, both revealed and concealed, then he would be able to overcome and wipe out the Jews and have his evil plan of death, destruction, and idolatry. Yet, we're so thankful that today we can celebrate and say he was not successful. Not only did he fail at his plan, but he was hung on the same gallows that he built to kill the Jews. And not only that, the day of death, the day of the hanging of Haman and his sons was none other than the 16th of Nisan. The very day that the Omer offering and the counting of the Omer begins and leads us straight into the giving of the Torah come Shavuot evening. We're going to pause here, wishing everyone a beautiful day filled with opportunities and strength to flip negativity on its head and emerge victorious. Have a great day.